Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Night of the Living Geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tornado Tag Radio. I am John, and joining me, as always, is my co-host and tag team partner, Kyle. How are you? Give me the hot tag, John. You're in. Actually, it's Tornado Tag, so there, are, yeah, fuck there is no tag. But Raw but also has Street Fights it's with true. tags. Yes, so, so it, that would be totally fine for us. This will be do. the first Tornado Tag that has legal tags. <laughs> you have to make a legal tag. To be in this tornado tag match. You know what I also hated? Is when they did steel cage matches with tag teams and they had them tagged. Yes, I mean... That is the fucking stupidest thing I had ever seen. That made no sense at all. Oh, God. There's so many... Anyway, that's a a different podcast. That is a different podcast (laughs) for a different day. So, Kyle, this uh, weekend we had a pay-per-view. The PPV. I guess it's still a pay-per-view. Yeah. I feel like we ever say this every time. It's like a whatever the fuck it's called now. I'd like to ask WWE myself. What are you calling it? A special event. Yeah. Hell in the Cell was this past Sunday, and it good. was pretty good. Pretty it good. was a pretty good pay-per-view. Pretty good. I liked that every match that they advertised was actually on the event called Hell in a Cell and not on the pre-show. Yes. The pre-show match was... Uh, Mark Henry and Bo Dallas, who was Bo Washington, for <laughs> for the day. That's awesome. I love Bo. Bo's Bo's great. Hopefully, he starts getting used a little more here. Yeah. We start out the pay per view with the two out of three falls match for the Intercontinental Championship between Cesaro and Ziggler. Very good match, and Ziggler gets the clean sweep. He deserves it. I mean, he. I think he. He has to hold the record for IC champions losing the most non-title matches ever. <laughs> I mean, like he was losing like five yeah. times, like every night on Raw for for a while there. Yeah, he needed to win. They put him over big time against Cesaro. Two two falls in a row. Yes, it was a good match. It was a very good I opening mean, match yeah, as well. Great opening match, kind of set the tone of the pay per view. I liked it a lot. Now, the next match was the Nikki Bree match, which should have happened a month ago. Yeah, and whoever lost had to be the other's personal, personal assistant, assistant or whatever yeah. the hell it was for thirty days, and if they didn't comply, they'd have to quit WWE. I thought for what the match was, it was de- it was decent. Yeah, it, yeah. I, compared to what we're used to seeing, like, I do think it overachieved in some ways. Yes, but... let's go with it overachieved. Yeah, I mean it was fine. Yeah, Nikki Bella's improved a lot. I think. Yes, I actually think they both, both have, have improved, yeah. which is is good to see improvement out of them instead of someone like Eva Marie who doesn't Snapmare Queen, <laughs> the Queen of the Snapmare. Wasn't that? Were you the one that showed me? It might have been you, or it might have been uh, Cav from the Five Count. Go check them out, by the way. There's a little plug. It was it was like the top ten moves of Eva Marie. 
And one of them was the Snapmare. <laughs> it was like number five, Snapmare. Queen of the Snapmare. <laughs> so for what that match was, it was good. Nikki ended up getting the win. So now we will see 30 days of coffee getting yeah. segments on Raw. Because that's never gotten old. No, it never has. And they actually, they had started it that night where she's like, did you get my smoothie that had like four bananas in it? And then she dumped it on her head. And I was like, oh boy, it begins. We haven't yeah. even gotten a day out of this. Yeah. So we had the Usos versus Stardust and Goldust. And Stardust sporting some new gear with yeah. even more blue. Yeah, more the blue. <laughs> we, I think we've spoken. We, we don't like the blue. At, about Stardust's gear. And I, it's not even so much that I don't mind the blue. I don't mind it. Yeah. But it doesn't incorporate anything with the face paint. No. It. Do you know he his gear almost looks like he should be like a toothpaste container. Yes. It's like, you know, that blue toothpaste that they... I can't remember you what it's called. You pretty much nailed it. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I think... <laughs> with the sparkles and the blue toothpaste. Yeah. I can't remember what brand that is, but... He just needs to do... I think he just should have had the silver, silver yes. and black, like we said, and that would have been such a cool contrast between him and him and him and Goldie. Yeah, but oh well. Anyway, the match was very good. Match was good. They're always, I mean, they they're two of the best tag teams they got. They yes, always, they show that. It's always good to have to know that these guys can ha- have a good match. Yeah, always, no matter what. I don't know. I I, I don't know about them being heel, Stardust and Goldust, though. I I don't. I, I feel like they, I feel like they can do it. It just why would they do it? They just kind of killed their yes. They were such popular faces, and then they just kind of killed. They turned their... it just because they're like, oh, we can't have two uh, face tag teams fighting one another or something. Stupid. I I don't understand. But what whatever they put on good matches can't really complain too much. And then this, I'd say the surprise match for two reasons. It's in the middle of the card. Yes, and it was actually I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a good match. Uh, Orton and Cena in Hell in the Cell. Yeah. In the middle of the card. I mean, the only thing I didn't like about this was the outcome, because now we have another Cena-Brock match. They better make that match like some sort of a gimmick match, like a cage match or something, because... Well, I mean, they have plenty of time to think think of it, because apparently we'll just skip down to one of the news items. Brock isn't coming back until Rumble, apparently. That's yeah, when they're going to fight. Save it. I think they. I heard they were trying to work out some contract dates with him and extend some more, get some more dates on there. And I, he was probably like, "Fuck that! I don't want to." Yeah, that. I don't want to do that. And so, uh, cut, cut it into my hunting time, probably or something. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, I mean they they need to. They think they need to hit that one out of the park. Yes. So they got plenty of time to think that one over. So, oh, and the the RKO reversals all the rkos that were hit and that were pretty awesome yeah he's just an RKOing machine lately that randy orton yes he is thank you vine videos thank you vine videos forever yes uh after that we had miz and sheamus and this match was all it was okay i guess yeah it came on after the hell in a cell. Yeah, bring it down a little bit. Damian Zandow, i mean he miz damian Mizdow, he's just that was the best part of the entire match where after the Miz is laid out, he went in the ring <laughs> yeah. and like laid like beside next him. To him. It was great. I thought 
anything he does is he's amazing. just great and I mean, we've told you this many a time yeah talk about a guy who's just continues to maximize the time that he is yes given every time you're on tv maximize that time yeah and just making the WWE's officials just you know forcing their hand yeah basically. they have and getting a misdow chance yeah it's it's happening people you can't yeah, ha- you can't hold good talent down that's right after that, we had Rusev. Rusev! Versus The Big Show. Yeah. This was all right. It was okay. Yeah. I'd say if I'm looking at all the matches on this card, that was probably the weakest one. Maybe. Yeah. But I... The yeah. thing about it is... I don't know. It's just... Where does Rusev go from here now? Because we talked about last week where I said... Orton needs to win, and then Cena can go to Rusev. But I guess Rusev's going to go to Sheamus now. I think that's an actual thing. That's great. I mean, if they they put the U.S. title on Rusev, which probably looks be... like it's going to happen, that is perfect. They can do kind of do what they tried to do with Cesaro. Yeah, where he was the European guy, is a you know is U.S. But I mean, this Rusev's so hot right now. Yes, and I don't know if it would be to the same. De- it would never be to the same degree as when Slaughter beat Hulk and took like the title when he was fighting for. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be to that degree. I think that's the most degree we can get to if I can compare it to something. Yeah, where everyone just hates Rusev so much, yeah. and they built him up to be like he's like one of their top heels now. Yeah. So that would be cool. That would be really cool. I mean, that that he could change it to like the Russian title. Yeah, put the sticker on it like uh, yeah. Lance Storm. <laughs> totally. I mean, that. I mean, you could run with that for a while. Yes, you could. That would be great. And then after that, we had Paige versus AJ, which I thought it was okay. I I don't. I just don't understand where they're going with Paige as a character. Yeah, like she has a friend, and now then she doesn't Alicia have Fox. a friend. Not anymore. She yeah. hates her now. Yeah. And it's just weird, and I don't understand it. And I really think the women's division needs more. Bring up some of the girls, or just use the ones, the good ones that you have. Really. Yeah, I mean, that would Emma, be... and you know, I yeah, just... Natty can wrestle too. Yeah, and then apparently Nikki and Brie can wrestle all of a sudden. Yeah, or they can at least put on a match. Yeah, let's go with that. They yeah. can at least put on a match. Yeah, I mean, um, and AJ, she's she's great. She yes. just needs you know some meat. We need some some meat to that story. Yes. Then we had the main event, which was awesome for a couple of reasons. Mainly because it was the main event. Yes. And you have Rollins versus Ambrose in Hell in the Cell. Yeah, they. I think. I think they fucking delivered. Yeah, they did very very well. I thought that was like really really good. I as excited as I was to see Bray Wyatt at the end, and as excited I am to see this Ambrose Wyatt feud. I. I don't know. I kind of would have liked the better resol, uh, you know, like revo- resolution to this story. I'm cool with it. Well, um, I mean, go ahead, make your comparison to uh, Strike Force, like you were saying. I oh, I don't know if you've done it on here before. No, no. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, the, uh, Rick Martel. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I dig it. Like if it's um, if they go Dean and Bray start doing their thing for a month or two or however long it is, however right. long it lasts. But if they come, I mean, it's nice because it still keeps it wide open. Yes, very much and so. So they can always come back to it, which I'm sure they will. Um, it's not settled. Maybe they fight at Mania again. I don't know. Maybe it's Rumble. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but 
just to see some and i i read uh something on the dirt sheets oh. that i thought was really interesting which was this was the first main event headlined by two wrestlers that were under 30 years old in like years it was like really five, five years wow maybe even longer like than five years i think back when cena and orton were like basically young holy shit so that was i thought super interesting and really cool because now they're putting a lot of faith in these young guys yes. in nxt and they're like not just mid carter mid carters and just you're never gonna go anywhere yes so this is great i think so as we said wyatt in a what I thought was awesome, his lantern was in the middle of the ring, yeah. and then smoke came up from behind it, and then it shined like a ghostly figure mm-hmm. from the smoke, and it and Bray came out from the smoke and attacked, and it, it looked really fucking cool. Yeah. And they said, I also heard on the dirt sheet that somebody said they saw that at a concert and they thought it was really cool, so they didn't do anything. Yeah, me. I mean... They they're hit and miss creative sometimes, but that was really. I cool. mean, personally, I would have preferred the Tupac hologram that come up, <laughs> just to come up and like start yeah. singing like, like California, California Love or something. <laughs> well, then Dean would have been really confused. Yeah, even more so than he was already. Yeah. So that was uh, Hell in the Cell. I thought it was a pretty good pay per view. Yeah, I'm just it was gonna pretty call good. I think it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yes, which I've seen. I think I've said about the last couple of WWE pay per views. Yes, which is always good when they deliver better. So then let us move on to Raw, and Raw kind of meh again. Yeah, kind of meh. Not as meh as last week. No, had a little more meat I've, on it. Yes, and I felt like the talking segments this week were probably the same length as last week, but they were interesting. Yeah. When they all come out and they're like, oh, Seth Rollins, he did so great. Randy Orton lost. But Seth Rollins, blah, blah, blah. And Randy Orton, to steal a phrase, comes out like a house of fire. Yeah. And does an entire promo, I think, without breathing. Without taking a breath, he's basically like, uh, fuck you guys. I only lost because this asshole curb stomped me last week and my head's all screwed up. I haven't felt this screwed up since 2006. A little throwback. Yeah. Since 2006 when I actually had to go to therapy and, you know, trip, trips, trips, our boy Trips. Tries, shout, shout out to Trips. Shout out to Trips. Tries to calm him down and Orton just RKO's Rollins out of nowhere and that just leaves. Awesome. And the best part of that is... No one's helping Rollins up. He's just dead in yeah. the ring. And Triple H is just like, God, God damn, damn it. What's going on right now? Can you guys pick him up? Did you yeah. see him do that? Pick him up. With the new Stooges in the background. Love that too. Mercury and uh, Jamie Noble. Yes. That is Don't awesome. Don't forget it. So what else do we have on Raw? We had the Mark Henry heel turn, which we probably should have gotten the night before. That was so lame. It I, was... Let's talk about that. For All right, a yes. Second. Let us. <laughs> it looked so forced. Yeah. I feel bad for Mark Henry. He deserves better than this. This is a lame angle. I mean, if just why are you like we're just He's doing me- this because like all right, you're a big guy, Mark Henry, big show. You're a big guy. Let's just have you fight again because yeah, because you're, you're both hosses. You're both big guys. Yeah, I, and it's just funny that the reason they the the tipping point was because Big Show slapped him on the back and it hurt him. <laughs> that was so bad. I mean, it is, it is PG. They're going for that yeah. younger audience, and I think those six-year-olds really... You know. I guess Mark Henry felt that Big Show was not being a star. 
Yeah. And he was bullying Be a star, him. show. Yeah. Be a star. That's basically what it was. So that was eh. And then we had Cena coming out. And then Stephanie came out and said, hey, John, uh, join the dark side, basically. Join the authority. We w- we appreciate you. These people don't appreciate you. Yeah. We appreciate you. And you don't have to worry about these people at all. And he's like, no, Jack. No, Jack. Jackety, Jack, Jack, Jack. <laughs> he was uh, like, I ain't, I I ain't doing in that. I people. I'll never turn my back on them. Da, yes. Da, 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 da. Same bullshit stuff that he says all the time. Which is, you know, it's fine because he's staying the course. <laughs> right. But that's, I mean, we can kind of segue a little earlier. And I, that's what for Survivor Series. Yes, we, a Survivor Series match. Hallelujah! We did it. Yay! Did it, I cannot believe it. Perfect. I mean, it makes sense, too. Team Cena versus Team Authority. Right. Now, this, this, is, could, this could be great. This can be great or it could be disastrous. Yeah. So I can't remember some of the things we talked about on Monday. We almost thought that because Ziggler gets beat up by King. Kane because they he sees Cena and Ziggler like shaking hands and he's like, oh, anybody that tries to team up with Cena, I'm just going to kick the shit out of. Yeah. So we thought, what if, what if Cena was like, all right, if I can't get anyone from here, I'll just get – oh, and it was almost like a – in Stephanie's speech, she was talking about, like, you're, you know, time's going to catch up to you. you yeah. You're afraid of the future or something like that. Yeah. So he could They just, reference the future a lot. Yeah. So he, he could turn that around and be like, I'm not afraid of the future and have, like, three NXT guys. That would be so cool. And Which hopefully would, they do five on five old school style. Yes. That would be cool. They need four with them. Yeah. And that would be awesome. I don't know who it would be. Obviously, probably Adrian Neville would be one of them. Yeah. He would be great. I don't know who else you would get. I would love Enzo and Big, Big Cass. Cass. That would be so good. Because it would just the se- I feel like the segments between Cena and Big Cass and Enzo would be hilarious. Yeah. I mean that and also talk about I mean there's a lot of reasons why it would be great. I mean the roster's kind of thin right now because yes. of injuries. Reigns is hurt, uh Daniel Bryan's hurt. Yes. Uh, so that's that's one reason, and also it would just give these guys the super big rub. Yes, that, right away. Like, hey, hand hand pick Cena guys exactly, which would just be awesome. Also, one thing I forgot to mention, I want to mention real quick. I liked Ziggler. Probably will still be on the team. Maybe I'm guessing. I would assume so. Yes, I'm, but like we were talking about it on Raw. Why did it look like when you first saw Cena and Ziggler talking? Yeah. Why did it look like? SmackDown versus Raw segments from like PS2, like yes. when you're playing story mode, and then and, you, <laughs> and like, you hear like blah 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 yeah. blah blah. We should put it's that like, in the show notes. That would be so good. I'll, I'll oh, find one. And it's like Jr. What are they doing talking together? I don't know, <laughs> King, but this can only mean bad things for both. I don't and you know. don't hear it. It was great because you don't hear anything they're saying. It's yes. just all hand gestures and then yes. like nodding, going, "Yeah, let's and team sh- up, brother." And then shaking yeah. hands. <laughs> it was yeah. That was pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, if they brought up some NXT guys with Cena, that would be awesome. But, but it's so awesome, they probably won't do but it. But then you could do... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they probably won't. But the other thing is, you could go the other way, and Team Authority could be NXT guys. But it, I mean, who would... It, well, and then the other thing is, where does Randy Orton fit in now? True. And where does... Does he go to Team Cena now? And where does Rollins fit in? Because I almost feel like that pay-per-view is going to have to be Rollins versus Orton. Because Orton's 
Oh yeah, they could do. Oh fucking yeah, insane. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Not, and yeah. he wants right. Rollins. He wants to destroy him. So yeah. they could be taken completely out of the picture. So is Team Authority Kane? It's a can. It's going to be another handicap Survivor Series handicap match. Kane versus five NXT. on one versus handicap match. Player number fourteen. Here we go, player. Um. So it could almost be like Cena, the future staring you in the face, and that could be Team. Team Authority could be NXT guys. That would be cool. They could bring up heels instead. I don't know. I just feel like they should incorporate NXT guys in this match. It somehow. would be really cool, and it would be a great way to debut them. Yes, and it would make Survivor Series relevant. Hey, yes, yes it think would. about that, guys. Making things relevant and interesting, and switching them up. And Ooh, speaking of no. switching things up, yeah, Kyle, we're going to talk about Lucha Underground now. We yes. watched it last night. Yes. And for a opening, first of all, the uh, production on this is ridiculous. Yeah. Let's get that out of the it way It looks first. like a fucking movie. Yes. Like, I think it starts out, did it start out with like a like a cutscene? No, it was like over the top. Like, like over the top city view. Yes. And it shows like, it has opening fucking credits. Yeah. Like it tells you everything and yeah. who produces it, all this other shit. It's by it's on the L Ray network if you didn't know already. Yes. Uh channel one thirty nine if you got Comcast at oh, home. Oh, all right. There oh. you go. Plug, plug, plug. Check your local listings. Check your local listings. And it's also it's so it's uh, L Ray Network is Robert Rodriguez's network. Yes. And Mark Burnett produ is executive producer on the show as well. Mm-hmm. He does the voice. He's done I think he does Survivor. He's done a lot of reality shows. Yes, and it sh- it shows, believe me. Yeah. The production value was great. It still had a wrestling show feel to it. Yes. Which was good. I don't and your commentators were Matt Stryker and Vampiro, which was great because I don't think I don't know if I liked Matt Stryker more Ever? <laughs> than I did on Lucha Underground. I thought he did a fucking great job. I, a lot of people don't like Matt Stryker, and I personally don't know why. Maybe I don't pay enough attention to what they're saying when they're yeah. doing commentary. I thought he did a great job, and I thought Vampiro did a good job, yeah, too. Yeah, he did. And it, you could tell that they weren't overproduced or anything like that. Yes. You could tell it's just like, hey, you guys know wrestling. Talk about exactly. it. Exactly. You know, let it go for it. Um it was really good. The back, the their backstage segments or their vignettes, <laughs> they're insane. Were insane, and they basically made WWE shitted on WWE's yes. backstage segments. Literally because you know WWE's like live, but still, yes. Even then, it was way better. Like you get a scene of the main, the owner, and he comes in and he's he was talking. like a Vince McMahon like character. Yes. He just carries around a briefcase full of money, money. yeah, which is great. Uh, but he, there's like a locker room scene after Chavo Guerrero loses to Blue Demon Jr. Yeah. And it's just like shot like a movie. Yeah. And it's just so ridiculous. So good. And And then the, the main event with Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. John John Morrison. uh, And Ricochet, a.k.a. I believe it's Prince Puma. Prince Puma. Under the, under the hood. I think it's Prince Puma. Prince Puma. That's a double P. And they put on a hell of... Of a main event. That was a great first main event for them. Yeah. It was very, very good. The The only problem I had with it, and it could have just been me, and I actually need to do this with WWE, 
is I it had a Wrestling Society X feel yeah. to it with the the camera the camera angles, angles which the, switch so fast the MTV yes. style quick cuts I think that's that's I what I hated about Wrestling Society X is like I can't watch this because there's too many cuts I think that's unfortunately just kind of how how they people watch stuff in general with TV I, guess. I don't even th- I don't even know if that's a re- I don't even think that's a wrestling thing per se but I just think quick cuts and all yeah. that. like jersey shore was like the same oh my way God. Yes. it was like if you ever saw that it was yeah. the exact same thing but i mean other than that for an hour-long wrestling show po- potential lots of potential really fun really different yes and uh, my only real problem was with it and i heard about this before was it wasn't it it didn't feel lucha libre enough yeah and I mean, you gotta have some yes. get some guys and masks and whatnot but that's kind and of that it. Was really but the thing is, we need to lucha rules. Kind of, I didn't notice. I think it's twenty count for lucha. Yeah. And then for tag teams, you don't have to tag in and out. You just have to slide out of the ring. Yeah. So we haven't seen a tag match yet. Yeah. And I didn't wasn't really paying attention to their count. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I mean, no a lot of the wrestlers that they had. Don't really wrestle lucha. I mean, Morrison no. doesn't wrestle lucha. Ricochet, Ricochet does not. doesn't really wrestle. He's a high flyer. That's yeah. really about. And they're like, fuck it. It looks good close enough. Yeah. Chavo a little bit. You know, just he's been he's a Guerrero, so yeah. But, but he's um, been out of the. We'll see. I mean, I think the closest we saw in there was Blue Demon Junior. And then the girl, uh, Sexy Star. Sexy Star was good too. I think she she's a, a lucha. She is an actual lucha. Yes. Wrestler that that second match was probably the closest to lucha. Yeah, it was sexy star versus I can't remember Matt Cross's name that they used name. For him. Yeah, I can't remember it. Sorry, Matt Cross. I know you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll yeah, get you next time, o- kid. Overall, it's worth a watch. Yeah, definitely worth a watch. Uh, more wrestling is always good, as we say. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Listeners of Tornado Tag Radio, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and some of them are professional wrestling related. You can check out The Squared Circle, Life, Death, and Professional Wrestling by David Shoemaker. You can also check out Death Clutch, which is by Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. And you can also check out The Stone Cold Truth by Stone Cold Steve Austin and narrated by Stone Cold himself. Guys, for your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Again, that is audibletrial.com slash N-O-T-L-G for your free audiobook. Very good. Let's get on to some uh, news items here. This one I just saw today. Eve Torres's name was filed as a trademark by WWE, and they haven't said why. Do you think maybe a return to the Divas division? Because her character was great. Do yeah, she that? was she'd, good. She'd beat people, and then she'd pose, and the like WWE.com oh, guy yeah. would take a picture. And she was just very she was a good arrogant. Heel. She's she was a very a good, good heel. heel, and she was getting to become like a better wrestler. Yeah. So I would not mind that at all. And as we said earlier, it'd be nice for someone to step in 
and mix up the Divas division yeah. a little bit. So that would be cool. And she's a big girl, too. She's, yes. she's tall. She's you, And she's, she's married to a Gracie, so yeah, uh, maybe she's, they've taught her a little thing or two. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be cool. I mean, who knows? We don't know what it's for. They did a bunch of trademarking, and another trademark that they did was a name, Kevin Owens. Yeah. And rumor has it that that is Kevin Steen's official WWE name. I mean, it has to be. It's yes. it's pretty much a lock. Because Kevin Steen, his son's n- name is Owen, named after Owen Hart. Yeah. And his first name is Kevin. So, I mean, yeah. it, it, you kind of put two and two together and go, yeah, that's probably it. And I love, I, I love that the last couple of names have had meaning to the actual wrestlers. Yeah. Like, they almost go, what would you want to be called? Yeah. And then they go, well, what about this? And they go, eh, they just give us more suggestions and we'll yeah. figure it out. They're not pushing them along. It's not like they're signed and then this is your name. and then Here it is. Here Here's it your is. character. Get yeah, out there. Get yeah. out there and do something with it. So... Fight Owens fight, I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I like that he has a name and well, that we think he has a name. And yeah, I'm excited for be him cool. to debut. And I believe next week uh Finn Balor or Balor is going to debut. Yeah. So, um, that's gonna be good. I think that's gonna help Hideo Atami a lot. Atami said tonight on NXT that he's bringing a friend next week, so that's gonna help him a lot too because I, after I I, I mean his in ring work is always great. Yes, but I after watching it, I think he's gonna have a hard time. Well, getting I, over with the crowd with not being able to speak English well and just relying on his wrestling. I think I, I also read that they WWE. Well, I mean they knew what they were getting with oh, him, sure, but they yeah. they love him. Yeah, they they see how hard he's working to learn like better English. Yeah, and apparently. They that he is trying so hard to adapt to the style that his kicks aren't coming off as hard as they, even they want them to because he's trying not to be so strong style stiff and like hurt him. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean that if out of the recent, you know, if we can call it like big three signing from the indies, if yeah, Kenta or Hideo Tommy, uh, Devitt and Steen. Yeah, I would say I would take my time with Hideo Itami. I would not rush that. I would not rush him. All. I would even wait a year personally. I would just let him. Plus, you you don't want to take everyone from NXT right away. No, anyway, no, no, so no, 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 no. Let him kind of marinate his own there thing. for a little bit and just kind of work it out because it's going to be a little bit of a step, big step for him once he gets to Raw. Yeah. So, Kyle, it's a uh, Halloween week. Halloween! It's the week of Halloween, and I think uh, you and I have both separately been doing a lot of Halloween Havoc watching, and we did come together and... I like to watch the past pay-per-views that coincide with the month. Like, next month I'll be watching a lot of Survivor Survivor Series, yes, for sure. So, we thought we'd just uh, throw out... I listed a couple of my favorite matches from past Halloween Havocs. Yeah. And I can say right off the bat, you should just check out 96 through 98. Just check out every single one of those events. Yeah, WCW, I mean, that was like when they were really rolling. That was prime for them. Yeah. So, let's see. From Let's just go in 
chronological order. Sure. So Cactus Jack versus Vader, and that was a Last Man Standing match, I believe. Yeah. Or a Texas Death those match. Those are, I think, my favorite WCW years. Were like ninety two. Yes, those were mine too. Yeah. Because uh, their roster was fucking badass. Yes, it was really good. Was that and that was Battle Bowl, wasn't it? I think Battle Bowl was or, that year. I don't think it was actually on that uh, Halloween Havoc. I think that was a separate or, thing. Or was it Lethal Lottery? I think that was a secret. 92, I, I think, was Lethal Lethal Lottery. Yeah, I believe that's Spin right. the wheel, make the deal. One of me and John's <laughs> favorite sayings that we say to this day. Spin the wheel. Make, that was, yeah. and then, YouTube that shit, Jake the Snake. Spin the wheel, make the deal. Where he's like in a bar and Sting yeah. comes into the bar. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. It, it was, that was reality TV before reality TV. Exactly. Jake, they just caught Jake at a bar and like, hey, can you do this promo real quick? You're drunk. <laughs> he's like, huh? <laughs> Uh, so Cactus Jack and Vader, I believe the match ended when Harley Race, because they just beat the shit out of each other, yeah. and Harley Race was like, I'm going to tase you, and he like tased Cactus Jack, and then he just couldn't answer the 10 count. But they like fight inside a grave, and they're just beating the fuck out of each other. That was Because those guys just... That's what they did. Yeah, basically. that's what they did. <laughs> so that's a pretty good match. And then, let's see, uh, nine, 1996, Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Dean Malenko. Yeah. Malenko's prime <laughs> Malen- right here. I love Dean Malenko. I think yeah. he's one of the most underrated wrestlers probably of all time. Yeah, top 10. He didn't, really. you know, he couldn't really talk and but that was his thing. Mm-hmm. And man, yeah, check that match out for sure. Uh do you, before I just go down this entire list, do you have anything that's not on this, this list? This is looking at this is matching up pretty good with me. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, let's see 1997 DDP versus Macho Man Randy Savage in a last man standing match. Um, I want to say this is probably Randy Savage's last great feud that he had. Yes. Before, I mean. Because he left for a little while, then he came back and he was with like 18 women that came to him. with (laughs) Yeah. He had Gorgeous George and Medusa and then Miss Madness and then like. I don't know the seven dwarfs and yeah, it was just like he couldn't. He really didn't care about Randy Savage too no. much after that. But him and DDP's feud was just great because this is when Randy. I think Randy Savage was at his craziest. I want to yes. say he went full nut job yeah. on this uh, <laughs> during his WCW run and the towards the end there. I mean, he was always kind of crazy, but he mm. just let it all hang out. Yes, here. he did definitely. And then we have uh, this this match. I was just doing a little research, and actually, I feel like we watched something where. This match was talked about. It was Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Eddie Guerrero for the Cruiserweight Championship from 1997, which is said to be the best Halloween Havoc match ever. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's it fantastic. Could, it could be. I, I mean, Eddie Guerrero. I mean, what else can yeah. you say? I mean, he brings out the best in pretty much everybody. And and, and this was when Rey Mysterio, to me, and I know we kind of differ on this. Yeah, Rey Mysterio was tolerable at this point yeah i mean i yeah i was i'll, I'll agree with you on that he was tolerable but my, my favorite Rey mysterio was him in ecw i think even though yes. it was very short-lived yeah but um i just loved his style there and i just never been a huge fan of his but those early wcw stuff was good before he took the mask off and became oh that was terrible awful that was so bad yeah. so 1998 there are two matches from there we have Raven versus Chris Jericho. Now, I did not just put this because I'm a huge Raven fan and no. a huge Chris Jericho fan. This match... I don't know if I've seen this one. I think I want to go watch this. It's fantastic because this is Chris Jericho. This is like 
Monday Night Jericho. Yeah. And this is Raven, too. I mean, for the most part, Raven doesn't care it, you know, at all. Right. But it, he was at his... I think the flock had been gone at this point, I think. But it's just great because it's like, you think these two guys, oh, this is going to be a match. Like, I don't, their styles don't mesh at all. And they put on a great match. Yeah. It was really, really good. I believe it opened the show. And it was really good. Yeah, and this is, uh, I I mean, you could probably say, kind of, this is probably Raven's best run was probably in WCW. I mean, ECW was pretty great, I His guess. His ECW run was... Probably was, classic. Yeah, but his WCW run... I have many problems with his WCW run. The main one being, he chased the U.S. title for so long, finally won it, and then held it for less than 24 hours, and Goldberg beat him the next night. On yeah. The, that was so annoying. That's classic WCW yes. right there. And then he didn't hold another title until, I think, the tag titles? And I can't even remember if he the held Heavy them. The Canyon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Yes. <laughs> those were good spoiled, times. The spoiled guy. Those vignettes are amazing. Hilarious. When he goes. In his house and yes, stuff. Yes. And he, when he's, he calls Canyon a mark. What a mark. And he's like, Canyon, I have all the money. And the, when they go to the bank, he goes, I would like my money. All he says is, I would like my money, please. <laughs> and he just has like a sack of money. The, I'll, we'll find those. We got to find those. those. I want to see that. They're yeah. so funny. Uh, it, it's like Raven breaking like the fourth wall like a bunch just like looking at the camera <laughs> like what those R- are good R.I.P. Canyon yeah Canyon was great and spe- you know speaking of Canyon Canyon's other good friend DDP that yeah. same year had a great match with Goldberg and I think it might be Goldberg's best match he's ever had yeah it was for the WCW heavyweight championship as well that was good I mean I just also think DDP in that time for me yes. was so good. He was really, really good. So good. So check out those matches. We'll just put little text links to them. You can yeah. watch all of these on the WWE Network. For 999! There we go. 999! <laughs> Sorry, all right, I'm done. Okay, so two WrestleMania 31 weekend updates. Oh, fuck yeah. I am stoked for this. If you live in the Greater Bay Area, yes, there area. are there are two announced events that are going to be specifically awesome. the South Bay, which will make it easier for you. Yes, so ROH tickets for Supercard of Honor go on sale on Halloween, which you and I wow. need to talk about. Yes, yes, we do, and that should be awesome. There, I mean, we're just getting so much good indie wrestling coming. The, over here and which that's... is huge for us if if we have some new wrestling fans following because the independent scene in california is not nearly as good as it could be in the, the mid to east coast yeah midwest and east coast is just you can watch really good wrestling almost every weekend yes pretty, pretty much yeah basically <clears throat> which oh i i guess i should tell everyone that i'm going to a chikara event yay uh, i'm very excited my good friend mark williams uh said let's let's go i got plane tickets let's go so i bought the tickets it's november 15th in haverhill massachusetts i believe Shout out to Haverhill. Yeah, Haverhill. Everybody's out there right That's now. That's a great name. They've already announced a couple of matches, two 10-man tag matches. Oh, fantastic. I'm very excited. <laughs> That'll be great. So anyway, back back to WrestleMania 31 weekend. Evolve announced that yes. they're having two 
two day all day events, March twenty seventh and twenty eighth. Yes, all day events at the Santa Clara County Fairgrounds. And I heard the <laughs> the night shows specifically are going to be insane. We're going to be really busy that weekend. Yeah, I have already planned on taking a whole week off of work. Yes, well, I don't know if I'll go that far, but I am preparing. I am doing like a Ironman training triathlon <laughs> thing for this. I'm really excited. If you guys don't know what Evolve Wrestling is, it is it is a hybrid wrestling. It's just trying to go the next step, the yes. next evolution of what wrestling could be or should be. Um, if you watch NXT at all, Adrian Neville is from there, has wrestled there. Sami Zayn has wrestled there uh, as El Generico. Um, our boy Uha Nation, who we've yes. talked about before, has wrestled there. They is run by a guy named Gabe Sapolsky who is who was uh Paul Heyman's right hand man right hand man in ECW. He was like the only intern in ECW basically yeah. like sold programs, did whatever he had to do. And now he runs Dragon Gate USA and Evolve. Yes. Promotions and they're mostly on the East Coast I do. So stuff that they come when they come to the West Coast, yeah. this is like a big It's deal. a big deal. And the other thing with Evolve is they do have the wins and losses. Yes, they treat is... it more like almost it's very Japanese style, almost. Yes, where it's they treat it like a sport. Exactly, and it, their standings, the wrestlers have win loss records, and they don't have music either. Yes, that's the other thing. Both re- they play a song that's probably just like some generic song. Yeah, one wrestler comes out, and then the next wrestler comes out, and they get in the. Re- it's almost like amateur boxing style maybe yeah. they come out get in the ring and they're announced they have their wins and losses announced and it's it's really cool yeah. it's different which is great you can great you can grab their uh dvds on highspots.com yes you can also i think they have their own website as well, well i believe put it in we'll the put, the put it in the show notes we'll that's what the, the show notes. notes are for people show notes people but um I highly, highly recommend it. I'm hoping Cabana does some stuff with them, too, because I know he's done some commentary yes. for Gabe as well. So I, I'd be really looking forward into that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there'll probably be a lot of other stuff going on that weekend. But, I mean, anything that happens that weekend is going to be great. Yeah. that I am so stoked. I didn't think... They would come. I didn't know if they were coming here because we were hearing a lot of rumors that people were having a hard time. Well, because WWE is blocking a lot of places. WWE was cock blocking, basically. That's what they were doing, guys. And so, not only did they come into the area, they came directly into Santa Clara, where the Niners Stadium is. Yes. So, I guess that's maybe they made a little leeway or something. I don't know. Yeah, I heard a lot of blocking about San Jose, but yeah, I, but which is also yeah, kind of we'll weird. See. So, but. Guys, WrestleMania we'll, weekends, I mean, it'll be here before we know it. Yes, and we'll keep you updated on all that stuff. Okay, so let's see. You can follow the show on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate, and you can follow Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Hunt Zero Zero. The only other plug that I really have is go to notlg.com once again. Yeah, check out the site, guys. It's really fun, really cool. Our owner and promoter who gives us the money from the pay window, Devin, has redesigned the site once again. We're trying to build a community. Come on over and talk to us. I'll be doing some blogs. That's a new feature on the site. So go on over there. Check that out. Search us on Facebook, Tornado Tag Radio. Like our Facebook page. Subscribe to us on iTunes, all that good stuff. And I think that's about it. So, Kyle. Let's ring the bell, baby. (laughs) 
of the living geek.